Welcome to the SA Show of Entrepreneurship and Regional Development Podcasts. Each publication in our journal is a great opportunity to share significant and audacious contributions to a large audience. My guests today are Maribel Guerrero from Arizona State University and the Universidad del Desarrollo de Santiago de Chile, Tomas Mikievich from Aston Business School, and Fei Tin from University of Bath. They recently published an article in Entrepreneurship and Regional Development, a journal edited by Taylor and Francis. It's entitled Entrepreneurial Growth Aspiration During the COVID-19 pandemic, the role of ICT infrastructure, quality versus policy responses. Maribel, Thomas, Faye, welcome to our podcast. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Can you tell us what is the origin of your paper? Why have you decided to address this particular topic? And what is the question you aim to answer? Thank you. Uh, this paper is about crisis and resilience particularly about entrepreneurship growth aspirations in the face of the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, first, why growth aspirations? We are particularly interested in the kind of resilience that is associated with more ambitious types of entrepreneurship. There is an emergent literature on the impact of COVID-19 pandemic on entrepreneurship um, for good reasons, right? Entrepreneurships are particularly prone to external shocks. This literature has mostly focused on, for example, the outcomes of new firm entry, survival of existing firms, or the level of entrepreneurship at the aggregate level. It somewhat ignores the distinction between less and more ambitious forms of entrepreneurship. This we spotted as an important gap considering that ambitious entrepreneurship is strongly associated with growth, innovation, and internationalization. Going back to the Schumpeterian view of entrepreneurship, crisis is associated with creative destruction. This is likely to be reflected in the creation of new, ambitious, growth-oriented firms. Therefore, It is particularly important to pay attention to the growth aspiration of newly created firms in the face of the crisis. And this approach may contrast with the focus on the survival of established firms. Um, while offering new opportunities, crisis also increases economic uncertainty, and the resulting overall net impact of the pandemic takes time to unfold. So entrepreneurial Growth aspirations can provide a useful early indication for longer-term growth outcomes. So how did we study it? We took, a, we took a ecosystem lens, and the reason is that contextual factors can be particularly important to entrepreneurial firms, especially nascent startups in the face of the crisis, because they have not yet built their war chest of resources that can make them more immune to the unexpected environmental shocks. So we are interested in what environmental ecosystem conditions may offer important counterforces to external shocks such as pandemic. We, of course, um, also include in our analysis a comprehensive list of firm-level factors, but our focus is really on system-level influences And most importantly, we distinguish between two types of ecosystem-related factors, the long-term factors enhancing the resilience of the ecosystem, 
particularly quality of information and communication technology infrastructure, and the short-term adaptability of the ecosystem, such as the effectiveness of pandemic-specific policies. So I'll stop here, and Maribel, probably you can um, add, um, yeah, maybe you have something to add to. <laughs> Yeah, thanks, Faith. <laughs> no, um, I really appreciate uh, because Faith introduced very well uh, the main idea of the, the paper, but also I would like to compliment uh, behind the scenes, you know, because um, I believe that from our perspective, or my perspective uh, particularly, um, there are three important um, basic elements that motivate the paper. Uh, the first one was, for example, to try to document the COVID-19 pandemic effects and as well as the government action on the entrepreneurial activities. Because in 2020, uh, I have the privilege to be part of the member of the Global uh, Entrepreneurship Monitoring Board and as well as director of the Glo um, Global Entrepreneurship Monitoring in Chile. So uh, we have the tremendous opportunity to add different questions in the different instruments that we implement for collecting data in order to document in this unexpected phenomenon of entrepreneurial activity. So, and I think that was the first motivation to understand how was the effect of the COVID-19 pandemic on the, and the government responses on the entrepreneurial activity. Uh, the second one was also to understand the, the role of the uh, digital infrastructures, uh, because at that moment, for example, we faced uh, social restrictions and no essential activities that also maybe uh, the digitalization motivated the creation of new business. Uh, and as well as uh, could be an interesting element in the survival strategy for both new and as well as established firms. Uh, and also the last one was a particular interest because um, before, a few years before the COVID-19 pandemic, the Chilean government implemented a digital agenda uh, in order to promote the digitalization on small business uh, firms. And I was uh, particularly interested to know, for example, how these strategies or how these, for example, the building of these uh, digital ecosystem uh, infrastructures for the companies were implemented as a resilient strategy during the firms during this period. So I think that uh, is, is a very good uh, way to understand uh, all these th uh, three elements behind the scenes, not only at the theoretical point of view. What are the main contributions of your paper? We have two main contributions, among others. So first, we contribute to the literature on the role of the contextual factors in entrepreneurship in general. We also contribute to the growing literature on entrepreneurship in the face of crisis. So we uh, examined and somewhat understudied dependent variable of entrepreneurial growth aspiration which is an important indicator of entrepreneurial ambition in the face of crisis, and that we interpret as an indicator of creative destruction from a Schumpeterian view, uh, where ambitious new projects emerge out of the economic difficulty. And especially um, that we conceptually differentiate the impacts of two important aspects, uh, of the entrepreneurship ecosystem conditions, um, the short-term adaptability of the ecosystem that is related to policy responses to disruptions versus the long-term resilience of the ecosystem that is tied to the quality of infrastructure, particularly the quality of ICT infrastructure. And uh, 
this theorization is quite uh, novel. And uh, especially in our findings, we find that the latter, the quality of ICT infrastructure, turned out to be critical, uh, given the specific nature of the COVID-19 pandemic, leading to surge demand on remote communications for business transactions. And that is a very important piece of finding. Now, um, just to add what I was doing, that, um, I mean, generally, there is always this kind of uh, tension between uh, what we see as contribution ourselves and what uh, the kind of end users we hope they will be end users of our research um, spot. And I had this ex interesting experience that uh, presenting the paper and then talking to people who are more involved on the practical side, working for government and so on. And uh, they made me appreciate that something which for us was initially in detail, for them looked pretty interesting. And so what is our stronger result, strongest result? Our strongest result is that basically the, the quality, we specifically measure quality as a proportion of calls that fail in a given region of Chile, mobile calls. And, and this is where people get interested and made me realize as well that it is an interesting result from the policy point of view from the people who plan infrastructure because what you think happened about um, time of the pandemic was effectively so much moved from face to face to to um, not only internet this is important but also especially in the context like Chile it it went to trade based on mobile phones this is how and this is also how people access internet nowadays so then you realize if the if the and Chile is a is a fascinating diverse country where you have all types of regions you have metropolitan region but you have some regions that are far away and the variation in our sample was between almost zero calls that didn't go through to about 25 percent that were interrupted so if you are in the region like this you can quickly realize how important that was for the trade and for people who entrepreneurs who try to switch to uh, basically trade based on, on, on mobile phones as a main means of communicating with customers and so on. So uh, I think for this paper, I'm just sub, uh, supplementing what Faye said, but for this paper, I think we have some interest where we encountered quite positive response from people on the, on the side of policymakers, government and so on. What was for you the main theoretical or maybe methodological challenge or challenges in addressing such a question? Uh, so let's just continue. Um, we, I think we are in a lucky position and this, the main credit goes to Maribel because I, I've been working on them data for a very long time. And the first thing I noticed when I uh, started working with Chilean data is, is um, this is basically good quality data. It matters because the data is the way the data is, is, is um, collected is always critical because it may be you know the quality will differ between surveys. So this is Chilean team and Maribel in particular. So that was that made the challenge far less serious. And then there was a question of connecting it to the infrastructure data. Fortunately, we have a country with very good statistics. But then uh, there are some interesting the detail, and here the reviewers helped us as well. But the, um, the, I wonder how much people may be interested in going into detail. But I assume there is now a whole branch of 
estimations based to uh, growth expectations. And in this paper, we made uh, a choice which is not necessarily traditional, but I think it works. So we focus on nascent entrepreneurs because nascent entrepreneurs are though, those who are right in the moment of transitioning from being no entrepreneurs to become entrepreneurs. And that's, to me, personally, the most interesting point um, in the gem data uh, the ca that captures the moment of transition, the moment of people who are engaged in creating new firms. Um, so, but then what are, so, but the, so here's the, the, the kind of intellectual minor discovery on methodology. Because the, the thing is that in that case, you don't need to look at growth because for those people declaring what is the size of the firm is meaningless because they are just starting the company. However, the expectations are important because we know they will, the expectations will, of growth will drive uh, the strategies that they will adopt. So it's enough to look at the, at the size they declare they hope to get in five years' time, the size of the company, and you just simplify the issue immensely because you don't really look at the figures. You don't look at, at this as a difference. You look at this as the final, as a difference between uh, five years from now and, and zero at the current point. And I think this is relatively new in this branch of the literature. And uh, it's, it looks like a minor thing, but, but this variable is so popular in research that I think this novel approach uh, solves problems. I am agree um, with um, the atomic uh, comment because um, uh, the research process is very dynamic and it's organic. And, and also, for example, we are starting with some theoretical ideas uh, that then uh, is sometimes very complicated to match with the best proxies to operationalize this, these ideas at the methodological point of view. But at this moment, um, in this particular paper, we were so lucky because we have access uh, to very good quality uh, data. Uh, not only, for example, captured by the, uh, by the JAME data, but also, for example, for different uh, official sources that provide, for example, complementing ICT infrastructure uh, data at the same level of analysis. Um, but also, for example, we were so lucky, too, because I think that we need to highlight uh, the special role for reviewers, because the reviewers also helping us during this editorial process to match in very well this uh, specific um, elements sometimes that, for example, we uh, were very confused in matching between the theory and the metrics. And also, for sure, a very complementing uh, element is that, for example, the background of all of us, because we have different backgrounds, we have different perspectives, and also, for example, we provide a very interesting matching in these theoretical arguments and as well as the best proxies for operationalizing. What are the main implications of your work for entrepreneurs, managers, policymakers, practitioners in general? Well, I, I can start uh, with this, um, this final question uh, because I think that, um, well, GM data also provide very useful information for different out actors, for policymakers, for researchers, and as well as for entrepreneurs too. And I think that the study documenting very well the effect of this, uh, in certain way, the digital ecosystem building and the policies uh, that were measuring during this pro uh, during this process. Uh, that are very useful for policymakers, particularly in, in Chile, because it's a, a particular uh, country with unique characteristics, because most of the time Chile is facing, uh, for example, many uh, natural disasters, social movements. And in this case, for example, this kind of manage, managing crisis strategy 
uh, and as well as the role of digitalization, the role of, of, of the different elements um, for resilient uh, is, is very important. And also in terms of entrepreneurs, I think that, for example, we provide certain light about, for example, how different firms implemented resilient strategies uh, to managing uh, internal crisis, that is, for example, particular survival, uh, uh, and as well as uh, as a result of external events uh, that in this case was uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah, I mean, on the, on the kind of general plane, uh, there, is, there is one intuition that we highlight in the paper, which is basically that um, there, is sub, there is a substitution between uh, policies that have, have to be um, shaped on the spot when the crisis come and, and, and good planning for the infrastructure. So uh, what we see is that where infrastructure was prepared, in a sense, to the crisis, the, 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 the policy during the crisis becomes less important. And uh, the kind of general lesson is that it's simply worth planning long term and, and ask two questions. One is, what is the, what is the nature of the crisis that uh, we will see in the future? And some of that we, we know, I mean, we know what kind of crisis we face at the moment. We, we have um, we have pandemics, we have climate, we have uh, Russian aggression in Ukraine, which has global implications on food and all this. So effectively, we we and then the the real question is to to uh, ask what kind of infrastructure will be critical to keep businesses going. And of course, this is the topic we didn't really. I mean the. Uh, Paper has a limited space. We cannot talk about everything. Nevertheless, I think this is a this is an absolutely critical topic for the future. And on some general level, this paper has this intuition that this kind of infrastructure planning is important because because the the policies are very difficult to design on the spot. The crisis happens, and if we are not prepared, uh, it takes time between decision implementation and so on, and that may have very dramatic implications. This kind of delay and 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 trial and error at time of crisis. Of course, all this is needed. Nevertheless, it, the situation the, is is made easier when we have long-range planning. We thought carefully about infrastructure, where all this is drifting, how the technological change. Maybe what I say is trivial, but I think it's worth repeating because we don't see that. That's the problem because the political cycle is often too too too. Thanks a lot, Maribel, Thomas and Faye for participating to our show and presenting your paper entitled Entrepreneurial Growth Aspirations During the COVID-19 Pandemic, The Role of ICT Infrastructure, Quality versus Policy Response. All our podcasts are available on entrepreneurship.crd.com and on the main podcast platforms.